poem 10, Eddie Aller. There are not many who begin without a penny and end by making money grow on trees. Eddie Adder is one of these. In his early teens as an office boy with Fagan Kelly and Malloy, he swiftly learnt the ways and means of the charming smile and the watchful pen. Starting with an advantageous loan, secured with skill and acumen, he went out on his own and in due course became a billionaire. He was invited to endow a chair by an admiring university, and with his famed ability to reassure the anxious and perturbed, he knew what might be best allowed to lie discreetly undisturbed as a forest of cranes rose to the sky. His critics through the years had spoken with foreboding eyes of how his meteoric rise would end in tears, but confidence and devotees tranquilly betrayed not one glimmer of unease as Eddie's smoothly programmed cavalcade swept aside all blame. Then, one day, a lone accuser came calling for his rights in open court, I carry a compendium of files, with checks for curious amounts, a trail of foreign bank accounts, and an auditor's report on the never-ending wilds of the accused. Eddie's counsel rose to his full height. My client is saddened and bemused, and intends to vigorously fight every last outrageous claim. So it was with deep regret this morning in the early hours that he instructed me to ask that the hearing be reset for a later, more convenient date. He has been suffering of late from a pitilessly throbbing knee, which has undermined his powers of narrative and subtle argument. From the crowded gallery... Eddie's victims in the throes of righteous discontent howled in wounded majesty. We who have suffered, seized, and wept are entitled to know where his keys are kept and everything his doctor knows. An order was made to leave no stone unturned until Eddie's whereabouts was known, and soon amid triumphant shouts the hearing was adjourned to a private clinic on the seventh floor with a startling drop to the ground. His accusers gathered round, and Eddie saw it was too late. He raised his head and drew from his deep store of charm and plausibility. Do not underestimate how fervently I sympathize with the need to earn one's daily bread. But every fool must realize that the curse of gullibility, along with the accompanying strife, is one of those sad realities of life. <laughs>